0: every movie theater I've gone to in the States, like, it seems like they take way better care of them than the ones here. Really? Really? What? What? I would would love to see the conditions (laughs) of
1: the theaters over there. What the fuck?
2: of the Geekscape games podcast. This is level 200. This is our last episode before the Uncharted movie comes out and it's also our double centennial. That's right. We are back. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape games podcast. The number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.net work. I'm your illustrious host Shane O'Hare greeted with my two most favoritist Mike poppiness buddies, Digital Derek and Josh Jackson. What's up? Hey, everybody we're back we're back at it again we're back onto a schedule uh last week no last fortnight carlos and i sat down and uh had a little little uh
0: infuriating conversation <laughs> uh, Oh, you're like i don't even think spider-man's on ps5 and like all this i don't know there was, <laughs> there was other wacky stuff that i can't even remember anymore and i was just like screaming in my car not actually we... but i was like Moderately annoyed that I am like, hey, if we, you
1: if you <laughs> we've had a really good couple of episodes between here and the Game Passengers uh, <laughs> podcast between the Spider Man comments and like the baseball comments, I was just like, Fuck. <laughs>
0: like hey, hey, I, you know what? I said nothing incorrect about baseball. <laughs>
2: uh, hey, we make some mistakes sometimes. We 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 forgot some things, uh, and you know what? Uh, we're human, and so we we move on. All right. Um, but if you feel like you need to air some grievances, this is the perfect podcast. I think you started speaker.
0: going into the Death Stranding <laughs> story again, or something <laughs> as well.
2: <laughs> hey, you know, Death. Let's let's just let the past be the past, okay? We'll, we'll let it go. Death Stranding, not my favoriteist game. Okay, don't want to air. Don't want to re-air grievances.
0: Now you're you're playing that new Ubisoft game, Ghost of Tsushima, right?
2: <laughs> ubisoft there's no nfts in it <laughs> um yet yeah. um yeah no i'm playing an amazing uh, uh amazing game ghost of tsushima it's what i wanted death stranding to be um
0: oh yeah every- you said that and i was like that doesn't make any like <laughs> like you it didn't have enough samurais it yeah. wasn't like you loved that's that ancient tr- japan that's said
1: what it, death, like yeah that's what death stranding needed more swords more <laughs> I,
2: I i love how i I love how when i said i i wish it's everything that i wish Jess Dranny would be and you latched on to the setting uh, oh what sword well
0: I, no i just don't know what you mean but like they're just completely <laughs> different
2: games Compe- compelling gameplay a a world that was more enjoyable to explore uh better graphics better sound uh, and a story that i was way more locked into that's uh, yeah just because there was swords and samurais okay who cares right whatever if death stranding had all those things i would have liked it better
1: <laughs> i mean that's fair hey but ghost of tsushima doesn't have monster energy
0: well neither does yeah yeah you downloaded all 80 gigabytes and you didn't it, even get the monster energy
2: dude it was such like like director's cut yeah my ass the director cut the best part <laughs>
0: Do you still get the
1: ads for the Norman Reedus show? Yes. I think those were still there. Yeah, yes. okay.
2: That blew my mind. I took a shit in the game, and I was like, "What the fuck?" There's an AMC ad right here, and my my dad was watching. He's like, "What the hell?" My dad's a huge Norman Reedus fan, and he loves that motorcycle show. He's like, "What the hell?"
0: You know what? It it sounds that sounds like a pretty intriguing game to me.
2: Uh, it's it's not. <laughs>
1: You should have played it at launch when nobody had set up
0: anything yet.
2: Oh, that that might that might have. Uh, I, well, I don't. I don't know I... if
0: you got far enough to see anybody else's things.
2: <laughs> yeah, Actually, was... I found
0: your ladder once, Shane. I found that. I found the one ladder you placed.
2: Yeah, that didn't even go across the creek all the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's half halfway in the water. Okay, you know what? We all like different things. I don't like it. It's okay. It's right. It doesn't mean you can't like it.
0: No, it is okay. It's totally okay. Okay, what's so what's great about gaming? You know.
2: Yeah, you can like awful, terrible, shitty things, and it's okay.
0: Yeah, not every game could be Ghost of
1: Tsushima
2: or SnowRunner, my my twenty twenty one game of the year that came out in twenty nineteen, <laughs> <laughs> which which they've launched the Kodiak Island expansion pass season six expansion
0: so, pass of the year twenty twenty two. Sounds yeah, like
2: yeah, it's it's uh, I haven't purchased it yet, but. Uh, um, we're uh we're about we're, we'll get it we'll get into it. I've been I've been itching to run some snow, which sounds like a cocaine metaphor. <laughs> but uh hey, hey bro, you want to run some snow? But uh I, I don't uh, shockingly, I don't have any grievances to air this this episode. Everything's been going great in the world of gaming. Um so let's see do, do you guys have anything to complain about? Anything?
0: Not, not yet.
2: <laughs> not yet? Not yet? What it, Josh, it's been a, a a hot minute since we've chatted. What what's what's been going on with you? uh in the world of uh video gaming.
1: Um no matter how much I try to pull myself away from this Game Pass <laughs> cycle that I've been caught in, and I think I told you guys last time we were on a show together. <laughs> I'm You're gonna just dying
0: whatever's leaving, right? You just yeah. whip
1: through it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I haven't been able to do that. Um I like I said last time I just have all these games sitting here. I have like Tales of a I have Guardians of the Galaxy. All these other games that I've paid close to full price for, and they're just dropping in value. While I <laughs> play PS2 games from that I've owned for 15 years, but they're leaving Game Pass, so now is the time to play them. Oh, um, but yeah, so that's just been my thing lately. I think this this week it was like Final Fantasy XII, The Falconer, um, Control, and. Code Vein are all leaving at the same time, and all all four of those games are ones I wanted to play. So I'm like, fuck,
0: <laughs> like that's just been my time lately. Yeah, Control. A bit of... You you probably Control was free for on PlayStation Plus shortly after the PS5 launch, though. So that one at least you you don't have to worry about.
1: Oh yeah, well with Control, I beat it on Game Pass when it first came out, but there's ah. like one achievement I want to get before uh, it goes okay. away. And then yeah, and oh. then I'm actually close to the end of the Ultimate Edition too. But it like Control feels like another Hades for me where. I like it, but I don't really like it that much. I I like it enough to play through it, but when people rant and rave about it, I kind of don't get it. But I like it enough to play it three times, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Because I got the Platinum on PS4 when it first came out, and then finished the xbox version and then the ultimate edition on Jeez. ps5 i'm like really close to the end of it i actually played it back to back the ultimate edition and the xbox version and yeah, yeah. i got really close to the end of the ps5 version and i was just like you know i'm really fucking tired of this game
0: so <laughs> like i put it one down of, for a year. one of these playthroughs i'll understand how this map works
1: yeah oh fucking god seriously
0: i hate <laughs> the map it's on this so game.
1: bad that's like the biggest complaint i had about it was, there were so many times especially on my first run not so much on the second run because i knew what to expect but I got lost and I spent so much time the first time I played it just trying to figure out where these stairs go and how, which doors are actually open because like I don't know have you played it Shane at all?
2: No, I haven't. I haven't. So it's kind
1: of like a Metroidvania style thing where there's a lot of backtracking. Wait, and... wait,
2: are we talking about Hades or Control? Control. Oh, Control. Oh, I've played neither.
1: Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, glad we cleared that up then. But um But yeah, it's like it's has a Metroidvania quality to it where there's areas you can't get to, and you'll eventually backtrack once you get more abilities and that kind of stuff. But the map is, instead of like having a layered map that switches when you're on different floors, it's like, it gives you the entire map <laughs> all on one layer, regardless of oh, if it's multi-floor.
2: Oh, that's garbage.
1: So sometimes it, it'll say your objective is, this, is at this place you've never been before. And then there'll be one section of the map that looks like it goes there, but it's actually tied to a staircase that's like on the other end of the map, but you can't tell that. And you're just running in circles and walking into locked doors for ages until you finally stumble upon the right
2: Dude, even Turok, even Turok64 uh, was smart enough to draw and redraw maps depending on what level you're on. Come on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, that was my biggest problem with the game. I was getting so frustrated the first time I played it so i'm glad
0: you mentioned that derek I, like, I
1: never i feel like i'm the only person that i've ever heard complain about that See, so I maybe i'm just an idiot it's
0: crazy it's so bad i've i've started the game twice and both times both times i've like had to you know i've like gotten a pretty good run and been play like played it a bunch and then i'll put it down for a while and then i try to pick it back up again and i'm just like i don't remember the map anymore so i can't play like i don't like i'm not i don't want to backtrack that much and i don't want to like go and I don't know I just feel like it's a waste of time like just tell me where I'm supposed to go um, mm-hmm. and so like and and what I played I really enjoyed and it seems like the story is super interesting and I'm, I'm super intrigued by the the Alan Wake connections and all that sort of stuff and I'm like one day I will play this again and I really hope I can make it through it like I gotta play it when there's like no ga- new games coming out because that's what distracts me is something new comes out and when I eventually go back to it I can't Read the map. I don't remember you know what hall is where, and I'm like, I don't want to waste my time running back and forth through the same hallways over and over. So you're not alone.
1: Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Cause yeah, that really drove me crazy. Like I if if I didn't buy a used copy from GameStop that I wanted to return in seven days before the <laughs> return policy ran out, I probably would have put it down too. But I was on a time limit, so I was pressed for <laughs> I had all that pressure on me oh, yeah, so that yeah. you want to pay for it.
2: I thought they had a, a 14 day return window. Did they shrink it? Mm,
1: well, it's always been seven days around here. I don't know if it's different
2: in different places. Oh, I thought it was 14 days for some reason.
0: Yeah, it's always been seven here in Canada, even before
2: we were called GameStop. Uh, I don't even return. I, I don't return games. I just, I buy them and let them sit and languish <laughs> and just be like these effigies of anger and grievances. <laughs> it's the story of my life.
0: Yeah, I do. That return policy is excellent. I just, I really wish you could put the return towards like a pre-order or something. Uh, but they do not allow you to do that. So like, what did, did they, do they give you cash back? No, it's just, you have to like use it in the store at that time. Oh, some, no, 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 yeah. no, no, really. That, that's not like that here at all. It's just,
1: well, it depends on what kind of return, because if it's a used game return, you could just get your money back. Um,
0: if it's that you weird, you could get your money back for a used game return here. They like put a sticker on it. Like mm-hmm. over the, over the, like where it would open. And if the sticker's not there, I mean, I guess it's like a plastic clear sticker. So I guess you could peel it a bit and then put it back. But right
1: no, here, it's pretty much free rentals, except you can't do it too much because I'm sure it's the same. It's been forever since I worked there. But back when I worked there, it was kind of just like a memory thing. Like if you see the same guy coming in, doing the same thing over and over again, you could deny yeah. their return. But generally speaking... If it's a used game within seven days, you could return it for your full oh, money that's back. That's pretty so, crazy. Like usually what I don't really do it a lot anymore, but back when I had more time on my hands, I would like buy a used game at one GameStop and return it at a different one <laughs> so that they wouldn't catch on.
2: What Weren't they Weren't they shopping around the idea about having rentals, like a rental system? Wasn't this like a couple years ago?
1: Yeah, I think it was something with new games where it was like $60 a month or something like the price of a new game you could... Like play a certain amount of new games and then swap them out for a different one, but I think they only did it for like a couple months in a few
0: like test locations, Mm. and then it didn't stick.
2: Typical, typical. It's a
0: cool idea. I we don't even have like there's uh, there's nowhere to rent games here. We don't have GameFly or anything.
2: Is GameFly Mm. still around? Yeah,
0: GameFly is a great place to buy games. Like they just started a big
1: blowout sale, and I bought Life of Strange True Colors for seventeen bucks. Wow, that's crazy. And they had a lot of other games. They had like Guardians for twenty. They had it's like like 10... Returnal for forty five, which is still expensive, but Returnal cheap for a PS five game. No, but yeah, and it's just like a mix of stuff. So,
2: oh god, che- Gamefly sells fucking Funko Pops.
1: Yeah, they sell everything now. <laughs> they even sell PS fives, but you have to be a, a subscriber to be able to access it.
2: What the f- god? What the f- what? Ha- what happened to society where all these fucking knickknacks are are s- such a huge <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I
1: don't get it. I, I hate speaking, it because 90% of fun pops are just the same figure
0: with like slightly different hair. Yeah. So it's really easy to churn them all out. Speaking knickknack wise, I I've started to disassemble my amiibo collection and I've thrown a few of them up on eBay. Um, also bad news in that this weekend when I was like, okay, I'm going to start doing this because they're taking up too much space. And I've been really trying to like, like, take, like, reduce and, and hopefully soon eliminate, like, my consumer debt uh, and that sort of stuff. And so I've been.
2: <laughs> Why do you sound like a Fed? <laughs> I, need, I need to reduce my consumer debt.
0: Um. Anyway, so I, th- they were just sitting in our spare bedroom for, you know, since I, I cataloged them, like, last spring type thing. And this weekend I was, like, finally had the, like, bandwidth and, and willpower to go ahead and do it um and then i found out a bunch of like like, i don't know if a window was left open or if there was like a leak during a storm or something like that but all of the not all of them but a number of the figures that were on that table have like some water damage now oh no um which is super annoying so like they're they're all sealed um so the, the figure obviously is fine but like on some of them uh, the cardboard is like super warped, like the backer card. And on some of them, some of them there's actually like a water stain on the backer card. So like the value of a bunch of them is like really reduced.
2: You should, you should put them in boxes and say, uh, these have been ordained, uh, by, by, <laughs> by the seed of world famous podcaster, Derek Cranevelt
0: <laughs> That wasn't the
2: water damage. Yeah. It was coming yeah. on Amiibos too. Yeah.
0: I, I think the people that do that take the figures out of the packaging.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? These you, are these you, are sealed, man. Uh, uh, like you, you think or uh, you? Uh, part I don't take. know.
0: You're the you're the mod on the, the subreddit. You tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, sh-
2: I was um, <laughs> I was at a, a, a Mega sixty four Live when I was in L A. and I was talking to to Carlos. And we were just talking about something, and I'm, I'm a, a, and I fucking hate this. I hate this. All right. I hate this. I'm prefacing this because I hate it, but I was talking to him about something, and I had mentioned that I was uh, a mod on the Mega 64 subreddit. And then afterwards, like, we were outside, and we were talking with some people who hung out, and this guy was like, So did I overhear that uh, you're a mod on the subreddit? And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> God damn it. And he started, he said, start, Great guy. Great guy. I was like, Oh, dude, don't fucking tell anybody i hate it i it's so uh, being a mod is just so cringe i just hate it but like he, w- he was nice and he asked me some questions and i was just like oh you tell anybody i'll i'll, I'll kill you
1: <laughs> you so. could have said no
2: <laughs> but like he overheard me he's like so uh i overheard you i was like What was say like no 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 i was lying i was just trying to impress him yeah, I was trying. To, I was trying to impress my friend of years, Derek. What you been playing? What's good? What's good on the on the, what's, the De- what's Derek? What's
0: good? Let's get this bread. What uh, let's, t- are we yeah.
2: tantalizing the Derek fingies, the Canadian fingies, French Canadian fingies? I don't know
0: now what's happening. <laughs> you know. all right? What, what? No, like I, I, you know, I got the like, let's go, let's get this bread, but the fingies thing, like, I don't. Is that a reference? Josh, do you get it? The fingies? Not at all. Like, fingers? Fingies? No, I understand that well, fingies I know... are fingers, but I don't know I don't know, what, like, how we got there from, <laughs> let's get this bread Like
2: What have you? What have your fingies been like up to? French,
0: You know, I thought, like, French bread kind of looked like <laughs> they could be very large very long fingers <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, like that was just where my mind went i don't know like i was trying to think of what you were referring to Um,
2: (laughs) uh, (laughs) hey what have you been playing all right
0: a bunch of stuff i've been playing a bunch of stuff i
2: boring
0: i am um super excited for uncharted no sorry uh the (laughs) movie i'm very excited for for sure and i'm so excited that i bought the upgrade uh for the ps5 versions of uncharted 4 uh and uncharted the lost legacy i had never finished uncharted the lost legacy which is surprising because now when i played through it it's like five hours long so like, like how did i not finish this but i think i tried to play it after the ps5 came out and so i was already used to like 60 frames per second games and then i tried to play this 30 frame per second game and it was very jarring and i I didn't like it and so to be able to play it in 60 frames per second now um freaking loved it it was super like super interesting story i liked love to see chloe and nadine like just to get their backstory a little bit more because they were really interesting characters in the other games um and just the like i don't know it's mind mind blowing on the uh the PS5 and you know it's got pretty decent like haptics which I'm a huge fan of uh, with the DualSense controller um, but yeah it was like a pretty short experience and super like it ended <laughs> up being a super good deal because Sony is so not confident in the Uncharted movie that if you uh, upgraded early so like before February 3rd so you can't now but if you upgraded early and the upgrade was $15 Canadian I think it's $10 in the United States and that's if you own either Uncharted 4 or Lost Legacy, you don't have to own both of them, but you can get the upgrade, and it gives you both games because it's just one package. But if you did that upgrade, it also included like a code that got e- gets emailed to you um for like a free movie ticket to go see uncharted oh um, really
2: really that's a good yeah deal. and the
0: value of the movie ticket i like, just got the code today but the value of the movie ticket is up to 30 dollars. so <laughs> i you know bought this upgrade for 15 dollars. now i'm gonna go buy like a 27 dollars movie see, ticket what, to
2: what movie ticket is is wait what the fuck is <laughs> that 4d 4dx yeah hold on like well shut off hold on hold on doing it live well, what what the fuck just see happened? we can
0: hear you just fine what is, yeah. What?
2: Everything. Yeah, I can hear you too. Okay. What the fuck? Okay. Sorry. What back? movie ticket is thirty dollars?
0: Well, I live in Canada, so movie tickets start at about fifteen dollars. Uh, okay. And you know, you want AVX? If you have that down there, that's going to be eighteen dollars. You want 3D? That's another couple dollars. Not a lot of 3D movies now. Um, but we also have uh, the big like fad here is like VIP theaters, um, and so they are. Um, like smaller auditoriums, so less tickets and they have like big recliner seats that are like heated if you want them and like power recliner and stuff. And then they also have in seat service. So you can just, there's no like concessionary. You just go sit in your seat and then before the movie, like someone will come up and, or you can order like concessions, but also like real food and stuff if you want. Um, but those tickets are about like $27
2: or so. So Okay. 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 So, yeah, so yeah. there's, there's upgraded experience.
0: There are upgraded experiences. They're also, uh, I don't know. It's interesting in like every movie theater I've gone to in the States. Like, it seems like they take way better care of them at, than the ones here. Um,
2: really? <laughs> so, really? Yeah, what? Yeah. I,
0: would lo- I would love to see the conditions of the theaters
1: over there. What the <laughs> so,
0: fuck? so I always get really distracted because, um, like, I just feel like the screens here are always dirty. There's always like shit on them or like there's this huge like dark spot that's like super visible in every scene. And once you find it, like you can't look at anything else. And that happens <laughs> do, almost. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Do people smoke in these theaters? I don't,
0: I, they might. I don't know. Um, but anyways, like that's like pretty much everywhere. And so I've started almost only going to the VIP theater because there's a brand new one that just opened up. So shit hasn't had a chance to like get dirty or start falling apart yet. And even like stuff like, you know, like the, the rear channel speakers, like buzzing and so, excuse me. So whenever it's like a dialogue scene or anything quiet, like there's just like buzz and I'm like looking around. I'm like, no one is, can anyone else hear that? Is nobody else bothered by this? And it never changes and nobody else ever like looks uncomfortable from it. So Maybe I'm just a snob, but I, I don't know. It, it, it sucks. And so I don't know. The Uncharted movie looks terrible, uh, but I am going to see it for free. So I'm stoked. Yeah, it's going to be great. So you had to remind me about that because I didn't find out about that promotion
1: until the last day. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to find my copy of Lost Legacy and I looked everywhere. Like, again, when we're, how Lost we're talking. Leg- wasn't
0: Lost Legacy digital only?
1: Not here, at least. Not, here. Uh, not there. There's okay. A, yeah, I had a physical copy, but you can I get was it on Gameplay. It. I could have, but they can't, they weren't going to rush deliver it that fast, (laughs) but yeah, I couldn't find it. And then then I just gave up and I ultimately kind of saw it as a net positive because even though the movie ticket was free, I wasn't planning on seeing it, but if I used the free ticket, I would have been going with Megan and then she would have been buying a ticket. So at
0: the end of the day, we (laughs) ultimately saved money. What I did is I went on this forum that I frequent to get good deals on stuff and, uh, Um, you
2: I, you lambast me for 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 stuff and yet you have a message board that you go to to quote unquote get deals
0: yeah i get lots of great deals on it cheap ass gamer no no it's just like a general deals forum it's not specifically video games but S- there was a, deals there was a it, S- it's S- like the canadian S- canadian version of slick deals yeah yeah um there was a thread about these slick codes. deals eh yeah, there was a thread about these codes when <laughs> when the offer was available and then I went and commented today like, you know, got my code. I'd love another one. I'll send it to someone 10 bucks if they want to give me their code. And so I bought another code for $10, which means me and Michaela can both go for free for just 10 Canadian dollars.
2: Holy shit, dude. I'm getting like wild deja vu for some reason. <laughs> Have you talked about getting deals on this website before?
0: I don't know. I, it, I mean, I've been doing it for years, so probably. Holy shit, no. That's, that's wild. <laughs> uh, that's like... <laughs> that's, that's wild.
1: If I had known about it sooner now that you're bringing stuff like that up, I could have found like a used copy of an Unch- of uncharted 4 and registered it on Megan's name or something. Just get a bunch
2: oh, of free yeah. tickets. Yeah. Yeah. But I um uh, uh we were talking about movie theaters. And I remember um I I remember seeing The Ring when it came out. And we had like free tickets to our local theater. It was a three screen theater, and the, the mm-hmm. screens were too small. I remember the last movie I saw in the theater was Sahara, and I was like, "I've never seen a movie theater here and the get- again because it, when the when Sahara opens up, there's like an establishing shot of a desert mm-hmm. Sur- surprise. and it says in the corner, like, you know, the desert, Sahara." <laughs> um, but the words. Oh, we're off, like, we're
0: off screen. They were
2: on the side of the wall. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I remember seeing the ring there and I was in the second. The movie theater was full, full.
0: And she showed up in the seat be- beside you.
2: No, I, oh. I was in the second from back row in the middle and I'm in the, the movies starting and I'm hearing a fucking noise. I'm like, what is, <laughs> what is going on? I it was the
0: buzzing the, speakers from Canada.
2: No, I turned to the left and in the far back left s- two seats, this chick was blowing this dude. Like, straight up giving him sloppy toppy. And I was like, at the ring? Like, what? What the fuck's going on? And so that's that stuck with me. My favorite part about the ring was watching this guy get a blowjob.
0: Wow uh anyway uncharted the lost legacy was great i'm sure you'd really like it shane based on how much you like the rest of the series well i mean the good thing about lost legacy is that it it keeps the same type of gameplay through the whole thing (laughs) there's no sword fight shane so maybe you would maybe you would dig it also it was gorgeous like the the opening your um is like in india and then like it's um it's nighttime and so you're in this but you're in this like area where there's like so many neon lights and stuff like that and it's just like it's gorgeous to play through it's and it's like five years old i think i think it was 2017 so it's like holds up really well um i was playing the ps5 version but it holds up very well (laughs) um aside from that uh i'm super stoked for horizon forbidden west to come out uh next week stoked enough that i finally finished horizon zero dawn um which horizon zero dawn has a um i'm I'm so interested in the new game because the first game has a really like i would say the first third of the game is a bit of a slog and in fact this is the third time that i tried to play the game and and like both other times when i stopped playing like it feels like if i had played for 20 minutes longer i would have just absolutely fallen in love with it um because this time when i got to that point i could not put it down and um the story is super interesting and, and even just the like the backstory pieces in the world building that you get by like scanning these different like items that give you like uh, audio logs or text logs and stuff like that to figure out like what happened um, was just fascinating. And uh, I, yeah, I really enjoyed the way that the story played out and the second game looks so freaking good. And it, I, it was much better once I realized how absolutely pointless all of the side quests are in that game and how the rewards that you get for them are not at all worth the time that you spend. And so I sort of like mainlined it a bit and, and just went mostly for the main story missions and, and got through it a bit quicker. Um, all of these things are things that they say they took care of for the sequel. So I, I can't wait to, to play it next week. Basically
2: that, that brings up a, a, qu- a question I wanted to discuss with people uh, a few weeks ago, dying light Two, like, a, like posted a photo, like, um, Uh, you'll need 500 hours (laughs) to 100% this game. That's always
1: bullshit though.
2: Yeah. But it's, it it, it posits the question or I posit the question of, is it really fucking like worth it? If it's 500 hours for like, go collect this, (laughs) go, go stand on this pixel and like, okay, cool. (laughs) You did it. Go find another one. I think it,
0: I think it really depends on the type of gamer that you are. Like I, um, would never ever do that and would never be interested in that. Like I'll, yeah, I just kind of like, especially with an open world game, like I basically just, I don't know, I'll, I'll play whatever feels interesting. And usually the collection aspect of things, whether it's like, you know, things like the alternate house armors in something like the Witcher three, or like, just like, I don't know, in the Ubisoft games or Ghost of Tsushima when it's like, collect this, you know, collect X amount of these things. Uh, that stuff like doesn't interest me at all. And so mostly I just play the missions and, and, you know, maybe a lot of them are main missions. I'll still play a lot of side missions as long as they, I don't know, as long as the stories of them feel really good. I, I feel like a lot of the side missions, not so much gameplay wise in some cases, but story wise in Ghost of Tsushima, for instance, are super interesting. And so, um, so I would play a lot of those. Uh, but I don't care at all about (laughs) collecting things. I don't don't know if I said this.
2: Oh, go ahead, Josh. Sorry. Oh,
0: no. I was just going to say that
1: brings up an interesting point of debate, because that's something that pops up a lot in a lot of games the last, like, 15, 20 years, as things shift more to, like, open world, where it's like, you know, this game's, like, 200 hours, but it's, like, it's loaded with, like, a bunch of fluff that is boring as sin, is really not worth doing, and it's like, you could pat it out as much as you can, but it's, like, for me, if you're if I'm going to go through the trouble of doing a side quest or really focusing on that kind of stuff, there has to be something that it really adds to the game. So, mm-hmm. like I think something like Yakuza is a good example where <laughs> you get really good upgrades and stuff, but at the same time, the side stories are so out there compared to the main story that that's kind of a its own experience totally, that really yeah. enriches the game. Or probably my favorite side quest in any game was Final Fantasy VI, where essentially you could beat the game with like four party members and that's it. And the rest of the people just like vanish. But every side optional side quest towards the end of the game has to do with one of your party members, like backstories or whatever. And you could slowly assemble, reassemble your party and kind of enrich the story. If you want to take the time to do that. And then if you want to go straight to the end, you can too, but you're also going to, kind of miss a lot of the development and relationships if you decide you don't want to do it. So it felt like even though it was a side quest, it felt not only necessary, but it felt really rewarding to kind of reassemble that team after you guys had been split apart. So Hmm. like there's a huge difference between that and like say something where it was like GTA, for example, it's like find a hundred hidden packages that just give you guns that you can get anywhere anyway. It's like, it it really makes a big difference on how the game handles it.
2: Totally. That's uh, that's one thing that I like about Ghost of Tsushima is that um, it uh, like every little little side quest, like Derek was saying, just feels really engaging. And you'll be walking, and you'll come across some um, some fights at a crossroad, <clears throat> and there'll be a story like there's demons haunting the forest, and it ends up being thieves, or like. There was one. What I I, I get a vibe. Uh, it reminds me of a lot when I played Oblivion for the first time, um, because there was a, I, And I've told this story on, on the show probably, but there was a there was a part in Oblivion where I just like left the beginning area and started walking. And I found a village full of invisible people. Uh, <laughs> like I, I jumped a fence and was stealing some some cabbages, and I s- heard footsteps. Saw the gate open. And then someone walked up to me, and the camera zoomed in like I was having a conversation, but there was nothing there. And there was just a disembodied voice. And they was like, hey, save us. This wizard turned this whole little village invisible. <laughs> and I remember going to school and telling my friend about it, and they didn't believe me. They're like, nah, you're bullshit. us. There's no way. And I had to take them like, here, go, this, this is where it was. And I'm like, well, I'll be. There's a town full of invisible people. And I feel I get those vibes and go to Tsushima because I'll be be walking through an area and uh, I came across a village where there was a guy pretending to be a samurai. Um, Have either of you run into that?
0: Mm, It was it was a long time ago, so I don't remember.
2: Oh, yeah, it was just a village like full of women. And like one dude was pretending to be a samurai. And you're like, oh, you you start questioning him and everything. And like, um, you know, his story unravels. And then you go back to the village and like, oh, yeah, we knew he was faking it. But, you know, it was just fun to keep him around. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, like, that was that was like a 20, 20, 30 minute yeah. thing that was completely, completely valuable. Um, yeah. it definitely enriched the world way better than totally go, go stand on the square and go look at this wall. So, yeah, I'm
0: trying to Absolutely. think of what, what game that is, Oblivion. Oh, I I didn't play Oblivion, so I don't know.
2: Like, go stand, in had the- so
0: many chances to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's I I think that's putting it perfectly. It's that it just needs to like I don't know, just be intriguing. And that sounds like a really whether whatever the end is, whether it like whether you get anything for that or not, like that sounds like a super intriguing story, which is what would make me interested in playing the side quest of a game.
2: Which is which is why I, I didn't like Death Stranding.
0: There there were were there side quests in Death Stranding? I mean uh, I guess you could take the side... You, you didn't get far enough to find I, out. I, I
2: don't know. Yeah. I got to the <laughs> motorcycle spoop- and it was like yeah. yeah. The
0: the whole game feels like a pointless side Man, quest. <laughs> fucking ending though sure got me. Got me. Well you have to tell me what it is. I, you can watch it on YouTube probably. Is that the yeah.
1: is that the Princess Beach?
0: <laughs> I do not know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, it's a scene that I just seen memed to hell where it's like He's talking to the girl that he's searching for. I'm assuming oh. it's part of the ending,
0: but um, he yeah.
1: Uh, he says Ooh. some because they're on a beach, so like Norman Rita oh, says something beaches, like, you know? "Yeah." So then Norman Rita says something like, "So what? Like you're like I'm Mario and you're Princess Peach." <laughs> and then like a little while later, she goes, she says like, "Like Mario and Princess beach. <laughs> and then they start running on the oh, sand together, and it's oh, bizarre. Yeah.
0: I mean it's a Kojima game, so it's gotta be bizarre. Yeah. But that's that's part of its beauty. Um yeah, anyway, Horizon so Dawn. That's good. It, yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's great. That's <laughs> great stuff. Uh that is not the piece of the ending I was talking about. There that that, oh. that stuff is very weird, but it had a very touching finale, um, I feel like. So um yeah, Horizon Dawn is excellent. Uh the new game comes out next week. You can also, this is the last time I think you'll be able to save $10 if you buy the. (laughs) Shane, don't do this. Uh, Save $10 by buying the PS4 version of the game, uh, which gives you a free upgrade to the PS5 version of the game. This was the one where they announced like there was no upgrade path, and then everyone freaked out because they said like, you know, years ago before it got delayed that it would be free, but then they're like, well, now the PS5 has been out forever, so it shouldn't really count, but then they had to because everyone got really mad um so yeah there's a if you buy the ps4 version you get the ps5 version for free and there's a 10 difference in price so why not save a little bit of cash shane do not do that i am, uh, I am but not, then you get two
1: you get two versions of the game too though yeah, super I'm worth not, it
0: yeah i don't know why you would want more than one version of yeah. the game
1: double trophies for one yeah that's my thing like i'm not gonna buy a ps5 only copy until they fucking stop doing the upgrades right like that's why i, I yeah. bought um what's it called when oh yeah, I just was talking about how I bought uh, True Colors. I got it on PS4 because I'm like, "Fuck it, beat it on PS4." <laughs> copy it to the PS5 version, beat it again, get double double platinums. There you go, what yeah. You're rolling in do you,
2: trophies. What do you get for trophies, though?
0: I get uh, I get a bigger
1: number next to my profile. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that <laughs> a sense I could of totally pride see and that. accomplishment. Like, yeah, I, I as someone who is not interested whatsoever in trophies or achievements or anything like that. Mm-hmm do not see the value of buying getting more than one more more than one version aside from saving ten dollars well the thing too is that
1: with a lot of the sony first party games and a few of the third party games they carry over your save so you don't even have to play it again Mm, you just just get it on ps4 first then copy your save to ps5 and then you just automatically get the entire trophy list on both Um, yeah
0: that's fair
1: like 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 the game of a generation Spider-Man <laughs> starring so, the
0: greatest superhero of all time. Oh
2: my god, don't even, don't even you're, you're bringing, you're bringing. I really
0: wish there was a PS5 version of that. Bring, you're
2: bring <laughs> you're bringing grievances from the group text to the <laughs> forefront. Alright, Josh, you were defending me in the group text. I was. And so I appreciate it.
1: I was I was just playing devil's advocate, but I mean, seriously though, they're like, like you need to play that game.
2: I mean, I, dude, it's Whatever. No, it's, no, it's, it's a not, lot, whatever. It's a lot more than whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, if if you're gonna call like the best superhero
2: game ever
0: made, it's whatever the game then that that's... I wish Death Stranding was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, actually, actually, Carlos sold it to me when we were talking on the on the pod two weeks ago. Um, so uh, I'll pick it up for him, not for you guys. <laughs> oh, I'll
1: remember that.
0: Um, <laughs> aside, aside from that. Speaking of Dying Light, I picked up Dying Light 2 on Friday at release. Probably put like four or five hours into it so far. Um, I'm really digging it. It's great to I, it, I, like the, the m- movement feels more fluid than the first game and to be able to play it in 60 frames per second on the, the PS5 or the Xbox Series X is great. Um, I, it really it kind of does suffer a lot in the resolution department when you're playing performance mode more than a lot of other games have this generation and so i know they said they're they're hoping to increase it and they're working on it but right now it's like you can play at 4k 30 or you can play at uh, 1080p 60 and so it is a pretty big difference but it's just like i I, it's like no comparison just just be able to play it that smoothly um story seems like okay it's moving pretty slowly so far um yeah, really, it's like the gameplay feels great. Uh, the nighttime feels... I, I can't... I remember being the, very uncomfortable in the nighttime in the first game. So far, I feel like it's... I just try to avoid it. Like, the things are... And I'm wearing a headset, and, and I'm playing uh, on PS5. So it's got, like, the their, like, 3D audio gimmick, um, which... I don't know the, the things at night just sound so loud and so uncomfortable that I'm just like I just <laughs> need to go to my bed and I need to it to be daytime because like the sounds that they're making are like horrible in a good way in the best way um yeah it it's 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 great if you like the first game you'll definitely dig this um, map seems pretty huge uh I don't know it, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like an Ubisoft game and you know it like you're climbing the towers to give yourself more uh, more safe zones. And um, this time, and I, I think it was not the case last time, but this time you like are infected. And so um, you can only go into the dark for like a certain amount of time. And so it means every time you're in like a dark building, even in the daytime, like if you go into a building, and it's dark, like your, your kind of countdown starts. Um, and if you, I don't know what happens if you get to the end of it, because I haven't done that yet, but um, I don't know. It just adds this like tension and this like sense of urgency. to like every time you have that to be reminds in a me
2: of um, I am legend. It's got a big, I am legend vibe. Did someone just turn a PlayStation on?
0: <laughs> it definitely sounded like that, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hear anything. Maybe it was (laughs) smoke detector. Yeah, I don't think so. It's
1: still unplugged. (laughs) I, you know, I risk my life every day for this show. Just so you guys know,
2: (laughs) no, that I, I straight up heard a PlayStation starting up. Did mine turn? on? I also heard a a beep. Yes, it did not turn on. That's wild. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, no, it's, I, and it was like, I waited on, I don't know. I still like pre-order games, even though you're not supposed to, but I waited on this. Well, and it's, you almost have to here because like, you know, if I go to, if you go to GameStop on launch day for any game and you didn't pre-order it, like generally they just don't have it. Um, like they're like, they only get the exact amount of copies that were pre-ordered, which seems crazy. Cause like you, when you think like someone will be like, oh yeah, this game came out today and I would like to go buy it. And especially with the, um, you know, how people feel about pre-orders these days. Like there would be more people that would go buy it on the first day, but they only get just enough copies to cover the pre-order amounts. And so I lucked out in that, you know, I, I went there and somebody had just, somebody had canceled the pre-order. And so I got the one, I would have gone for the Xbox copy, but they had one PS five copy that wasn't claimed basically. So I was able to get that, um, which, I, you know, I was like, okay with, cause I was like, Oh, it has some dual sense features, garbage dual sense stuff. It's just like, the, <laughs> like, like, the you know and and I remember the like there was some like press release or some like article about you know how it, it's so much more immersive on the PS5 because like you know you'll hear the infected better than ever because the 3D audio and that part is great for sure though I don't have the Xbox version to compare it to but it's like talking about how you know how much more intense it is because like you'll feel the resistance in your swings and everything like that because of the dual sense and it's just like. I don't know, the the right trigger is, like, tight sometimes. Like, that's it. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just feels like the most, like, like, I remember being floored by games like, well, there's so many, you know, Astro's Playroom and Death Stranding and Ratchet and Clank and um you know even even just the like swinging in spider-man like felt like organic and purposeful and this just feels like like oh he's swinging like make it tight like make it tight like that's <laughs> it just doesn't do anything <laughs> so uh, so it's no astro's playroom it is no astro no it is not nothing and i don't know if anything ever will be but uh it's certainly not death uh dying late too but fun game i'd recommend it especially if you like the first one um
2: yeah it's been a blast i uh have zero interest in that game but it looks. Uh, it, does it have co op in this one?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does have co op. Um, up to Cro- four players. Cross platform. Uh, it is. Uh, I don't
2: know if it's cross platform.
0: It's not cross generation.
2: I know that. Which Th- people that would be been... a nightmare. Oh, uh, we we need to play some more Halos together. Get Doogie. We play more Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, you got to call it Halos. Halos. <laughs> I'm just doing what you said. I'm
0: just <laughs> trying to get you to like me. <laughs>
2: um so yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I've been playing video games. Uh I've been uh, I've been really diving into uh Warzone. Uh, I hate that I love the game as much as I do, but it is so much fun. Um the just it's if you're into a um Uh, if you're into something you can play with your friends it's free Um, you know and you if you get enough enjoyment out of it you can buy the battle pass Um, but it's just it's it's fun game fun fun game to play with with your buddies Uh, just the shouts out the rat squad we got a buddy on ps4 and then another guy on pc and we just get together and and jam and it's great Um, the the new pacific map is really cool we've been playing the rebirth island the mini one which the smaller maps with the less amount of players i feel like a goddamn god because (laughs) you get on one good streak and you just wiped out a quarter of Uh, the server and if it's it's so much better so much better but that's that's that uh besides that i've been doing taxes i've been doing my taxes and uh tell you what um i've uh i've Uh, never received a tax return for any of my dj gigs until now and uh it sucks um (laughs) uh the uh, the irs has put a new form out called 1099 nec non-employee compensation um fucking sucks um so uh you know and the fed irs uh uh taxation and stuff don't like it Mm, not for me not for me I always
0: felt like um, Warzone was tough to get back into if you stopped playing. Like, uh, you know, around March, April, twenty twenty, I myself and I, and you know my friend John and sometimes a couple other people would play. And and John and I played a lot. Like I put almost like two hundred hours into it, which I don't know the last time that happened with any game, um, if ever. Uh, maybe War, World of Warcraft like eons ago, but um, that was so. And then and then you know out of nowhere we just stopped and then like to try to pick it up again like you know seven or eight months later i mean obviously you're trash because you you forgot how to play but it just like you know the meta or the like the guns that you're supposed to use like change so much and and i don't know it just felt like it was way tougher to get back into than it ever was to like start in the first place
2: two two bits of advice uh yeah. one if, if you've been out MP5 of it all, all the time no, that's uh um See, that's old this is old news. Um if um if you've been out of it a while, come in and build a um um build a loadout with the perks you want, but just don't worry about the guns. Just random trash guns and just focus on picking up the the loot that's on the map because those are typically uh balanced pretty well with the current meta every once in a while they'll they'll adjust something and, and people will um, uh, you know make a custom blueprint mm. but just focus on the maps that are or the guns that are on the map and then I would another thing I would suggest if you really want to like start getting into it and like get the dust off um, the ring rust wait till the beginning of a season and buy a battle pass mm. and they will mm-hmm. give you um, like new guns like If and you get a few good
0: blueprints for that season
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So that would be my suggestion. I think but... I
0: have enough. I think I have a battles pa- battle pass worth of cod points as well, because you know I played through the whole hundred levels in season two. So
2: oh, oh yeah, yeah, that'd be pre- that'd be pretty good. Um, I think I'm I'm gonna grind that game this weekend because I am so close to maxing out my first battle pass. Oh wow! So I'm I'm stoked for that. Um, but that's a. Uh that's it for games uh the steam decks are just about to start coming out i have mine on pre-order mine's going to be part of the second batch i was mm, supposed, nice. I, I was supposed to get mine in february but everything got pushed out so i don't know they, when my, they I look super come.
0: i've read a few articles and watched a couple videos it looks so cool yeah and there's some complaints about like the size i'm pretty sure we knew the size for a long time <laughs> like, yeah I, I um, don't... and it's like not that big it's like a bit bigger than like a switch i mean quite a bit bigger than a switch but like yeah it's a lot like, thicker, not like too. Uh, yeah oh yeah i guess it's i guess it would be a lot thicker. i don't know it's just such a cool idea i hope yeah. it does really well
2: yeah me too i um uh really stoked for that oh uh, and before we move on to news i want to say i want to air a grievance
0: i would uh, like to air a grievance in that you never let josh talk about the games he's been playing
2: i th- he already <laughs> talked about all the stuff he's been playing
0: he talked about pokemon legends arceus There's that
1: yeah i, I feel like that doesn't count i was complaining about control which yeah, i played see, a year ago yeah
2: oh <laughs> well then derek why didn't you let him finish
0: <laughs> well that was a specific topic
2: yeah and then you moved on to what you were playing
0: you asked me what i was playing
2: yeah but you could have been like hey why don't we let josh well
0: but, but you, we you were like you were like talking about what we were playing we were talking but, about the, the josh <laughs> but you were of like you were like, you were like oh my god the spotlight's
2: on, the spotlight's on me i'm so excited let me talk about dying light 2 and you just that let it go, and, and now, and now the moment the spotlight's off you, you're like, oh well, we can't, we can't move on. You, you're just wow, wow, Josh. I'm sorry that Derek did that to you.
1: <laughs> no, I, I don't. I think I'm gonna quit. I think I'm done. Sorry, guys.
2: It's all right. It's all right. No, all right. Don't blame me. That was level two hundred last episode. No, Thanks, ended Derek. A,
1: yeah, ended episode two hundred on on a high note. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um no uh i didn't even know you uh, uh i'm shocked that i didn't even realize that you uh, went to pick up um pokemon ha- twitter hates it reddit hates it they say it looks like shit but th- th- mm-hmm. those two places suck what do you think Let's i
1: mean it's funny because on twitter and reddit i've seen everyone say that they love it so i think it just depends on when you're on it because ever especially since sword and shield came out it's like either everything pokemon is the best fucking thing ever made or it's like man's greatest sin like (laughs) there's no in between so i personally i haven't played that much of it because again i got stuck on these fucking game pass games but (laughs) i put in i put in like three four hours into it on launch day and it's actually pretty cool um it has... I don't know if either of you have seen any footage of it, but... A little bit. Yeah, it's essentially like a kind of like a mix of Breath of the Wild and Monster Hunter in a way, where you're, there's like a hub village, you get missions from characters in the village, and then you walk around in this big like open world and catch Pokemon in real time. So in a way, it has a real like Pokemon Go quality to it, where the majority of the time you're playing it, you're going to be spending it like sneaking up on Pokemon and throwing Pokeballs at them to try to catch them in like in real time. So it's it's not necessarily like the turn-based battling that the main Pokemon games are like. Um, It does give, it does still give you the option where you can fight the Pokemon with whichever ones are in your party. And then it turns back into a turn-based battle system and it, is a lot more traditional where you weaken them when they're weak, you could throw the Pokeball at them and that kind of thing. So it's kind of blending two different play styles and you can kind of approach it. However you want, depending on the Pokemon. And it's just pretty cool too, because each one has its own personality and habitat and that kind of thing. So some of them will be more aggressive, whereas some of them will be more aloof and they won't really pay attention to what you're doing. Um, there's an increased, focus on stealth too, which I thought was pretty interesting, where like your likelihood of catching a Pokemon will go up if you sneak up on them from behind and if they never see you when you're trying to catch them and that kind of thing. But of course, depending on their personality, it'll be harder to sneak up on certain ones. So it's pretty cool so far. Again, I haven't gotten too deep into it. The only thing that I'm worried about so far is that it did start feeling kind of repetitive, where
2: already already
1: well just because of like how pokemon go is you know all you're really doing for most of it is just flinging pokeballs at things yeah and so so far in the little bit that i've played that's kind of the majority of what um of what i've been doing and since since the game takes place in the past in a way it's kind of like a prequel to like every pokemon game so the part of the plot of the game is that you're putting together the first pokedex so
2: Oh. Like in the
1: in the newer games, you catch a Pokemon for the first time and it fills in all their data or whatever. In this game, a lot to fill the Pokedex. A lot of the missions are like catch twenty of the same one.
2: Oh no!
1: To to like get more data and then like catch ten without being spotted or or feed five of them before you catch them. So you know it's cool. In the beginning, but the more you do it and the more the novelty wears off, you're like, fuck, I don't want to catch 30 more Bidoof's. I'm so fucking tired of looking at this thing.
2: Oh, uh, that sounds that sounds disappointing.
1: Yeah, and to my knowledge, um, actually, Megan hasn't completely finished it, so I don't want to say this part. I don't want to accidentally <laughs> give away something, but oh. Oh, she's, cover- she's covering her ears, never mind. Okay, all right, all to right. My, I, I remember hearing when the game first came out, well, it leaked a couple weeks ahead, so I think people who were playing the leaks were saying that, after you beat the game, there's like a, a true ending with a secret boss and all this kind of stuff. And in order to unlock that, you had to do the large majority of the of those quests. So uh, I was just thinking to myself, "Fuck, that's going to be such a nightmare! Like catching fifty of every single thing."
2: I I recently <laughs> I recently heard that you have to beat Hades ten times to get the actual ending of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think
1: Derek was talking about that before.
2: Um, that's dumb. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's part of the reason I haven't continued with Hades, but Oh man. But yeah, like so far so good. I'm hoping once February fifteenth passes and I'm temporarily released from my Game Pass shackles that I could get deeper into it.
2: Oh wait, is that when it uh it it, it uh expires?
1: Yeah, it's every fifteenth and then the last it's like twice a month. So the fifteenth and then whatever the last day of the month is is when they get rid of stuff.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. So your subscription isn't running out?
1: No, they're just getting rid of stuff. And if there's games that I've been meaning to play that I haven't got around to playing yet, and they're on that list of stuff that's leaving, I usually just try to marathon them before they go away.
2: Got it, got it, got it, got but
1: it, got it. Unfortunately, February 15th, there's like four fucking games that are leaving. Two of them are <laughs> RPGs. Um, so that's just been my, that's been my life. Which, speaking of, the next game that I put the most time into is Final Fantasy twelve, the Zodiac Age. On Xbox, and that game is a fucking nightmare. Um, I played it originally on the PS Two, and this is the first game where I felt like they were really trying to experiment and be really, like, really weird with the gameplay styles and everything. So, if either of you Wait, remember, what's the, what,
2: what's the game called again?
1: Uh, Final Fantasy Twelve.
2: But no, then, what was it? What was the the subtitle?
1: Oh, the subtitle was the Zodiac Age, which is just because they changed the level up system
2: in this uh, version. Oh, okay. okay, To a new, they call it Mm -hmm. a
1: Zodiac system. So like the reason I never finished it on PS2 is because the level up system was just so fucking weird where there there was two ways to level up either through experience, like traditionally where your HP goes up and your attack goes up whenever you go up a level. And then they had something else called the license board where your character starts on a specific space and you had to spend license points to upgrade... Uh their licenses, and you needed licenses for like everything, which is really annoying, so, for example, you find a high level um piece of armor and then you're like, Oh cool, I want to wear it, but you don't have the license for that armor, so you can't actually <laughs> use it until you unlock the um until you unlock their license so what happened on the p s two version is that the board was completely wide open, so you couldn't really see what you were leveling up. Like you could see what's adjacent to the space they're on, Mm -hmm. but anything beyond that you couldn't really see. And so I got really, really stuck on the PS2 version because I accidentally spent all my points on like conflicting stat upgrades that didn't really fit that character, or I moved them spaces really far away from the armor I found. So I couldn't actually wear that armor. And I was stuck with like level one gear for certain people. And it was just really easy to, like, fuck yourself over and not be able to properly upgrade your character. And it was just super frustrating. I had to use, like, 80 potions on an early boss because I couldn't wear any of the equipment I found. (laughs) So, So that was part of the reason I never played it. And then the hook of this version, the Zodiac Age, is instead of having one giant open board that everybody shares it kind of goes a more traditional route where each character picks a a job class. Mm -hmm. And then each job class has its own specific board. So you can never really be in a position where you're leveling up uh, abilities that are irrelevant to that character because it's all tied to whatever job you pick. Now,
2: Are the jobs permanent or can you switch them out like tactics? It's Well, yes and no. It's permanent
1: in the beginning. Well, actually, it's permanent period, but the further you get in the
2: game... Could you even switch them out in tactics um you remember. can upgrade
1: them in tactics, and that's actually what you can do in this version of the game you can okay. uh, I do,
2: I, I do want to can... take a quick pause uh Derek put in the chat uh sorry, be a minute dog threw up everywhere oh <laughs> so <clears throat> uh, shouts out uh, Shouts L-D- out to the to the doggo to the hate, dog,
1: I, get I, well I, soon
2: yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, <laughs> i hate i I hate the word doggo <clears throat> I hate it. I hate it. No, what? what why would you say it? Because uh, I'm an idiot. No, no one. No one. No one said it. No one
1: introduced it to the conversation. But <laughs> me.
2: I okay. I'm gonna air another grievance with myself. Yes. I'm an idiot. Moving on. Okay.
1: <laughs> but yeah. So this version of the game is a lot more enjoyable, but it's still kind of annoying because I think that license board is absolute shit, and it's part of the reason why Final Fantasy Twelve is one of my least favorite in the franchise. But Like I said, I'm enjoying it more than the PS2 one. I'm getting through it pretty quick. And thankfully, you could speed up the battle speed to like four times. So grinding isn't nearly as obnoxious as it was in the original version. So that's cool. Hmm. And then the last one I'll talk... I played a lot of stuff. But the last one I'll talk about is Cyber Shadow, which is another game that was leaving Game Pass. What the fuck is
2: this? This sounds cool.
1: It's a 2D... uh, action platformer that's supposed to be like an homage to the NES Ninja Gaiden games and that kind oh, of Oh, dude, stuff.
2: what the fuck, really? And it's off yeah. of Game Pass.
1: It Well, yes and no. So it, it went off of Game Pass on January 31st and I meant to just blast through it that weekend, but that was the weekend that I was telling you guys off-air that a lot of stuff was going on, so I didn't have a chance to uh, get through it. But there's a trick where if you take your Xbox offline before it gets taken off and <laughs> just leave leave it on the game like you could just keep playing it for i don't remember how long it it waits till it checks the license again i think it's like two or three weeks so i've been like i've been kind of plugging away at that game whenever i get the chance and it's it's super cool it's like it doesn't feel exactly like the old ninja Gaidens. it's like a mix between ninja Gaiden and say like the, uh, the old school Castlevanias or the Mega Man type of platformers where you like each one separated by a level, each one gets progressively harder. There's like two or three bosses scattered through and it's a lot of fun so far. Um, it's like, you know, you don't play a lot of games like this nowadays. So like stuff like this and it, it wasn't developed by Yacht Club Games, but it was published by Yacht Club Games and they, from what I remember reading, this game was made by one person. Really? And when yacht and when Yacht Club Games came in and offered to publish the game, like that person, the person who made it was still the only one who was primarily developing and programming it. But Yacht Club was giving him a lot of like advice and input from their experience with Shovel Knight to like make it better. And yeah, and I really really like it so far. I'm surprised that more people don't talk about it because it's it
2: like looks a really cool dope. retro game. It looks really dope. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just on Game Pass right now, just looking at some of the screenshots, and I, I saw that Final Fantasy X-2 uh, 10, 10 HD Remaster is on here. Holy shit! Why did I? Why was I not alerted sooner? That yeah, that uh, Final Fantasy ten was on here. I, I think
1: to... it was a few years ago where they promised that every uh, Final Fantasy game, at least from the PlayStation onwards, would be on Game Pass. And they had a whole like timeline of when they were going to release them, but then they ended up delaying a bunch of them, so the schedule got all messed up.
2: My my, uh, have you played this yet? Uh, which the re- one? The remaster, ten re- remaster.
1: Not on Xbox. I have it on Vita. If...
2: Can you can you speed up? Shit. Yeah. Okay, because I've I've played this game so many times, but the the intro where you're like running from Sid and you're like learning like meeting all the people is so tedious uh so if i can speed through that that would be ideal yeah i think
1: all of the all of the remasters and re-releases have an option to speed up the like speed up the world map exploration speed up the battles and then that you can usually skip the cutscenes too if you've already played the game and just want to get through the uh
2: oh dude that's absolutely tremendous holy (laughs) shit game of the year right now
1: yeah Um, um
2: Derek uh, is uh, still cleaning up puke, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh no, no worries. He could, you know, take your take your time, Derek. The do, you know, the dog. The dog's important, needs needs the attention. But uh, <laughs> But yeah, that, on an aside, uh back when I was trying to finish Final Fantasy Nine before it left Game Pass, do you remember how to get the Excalibur II sword?
2: Uh I never played nine. I've never okay. played nine. But wait, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh God, there is what oh god It uh, now it's coming back to me that it's really tedious right it's, it's like really
1: fucking stupid because it's really hard to get and then you could only you get it in the final dungeon so you could only really use it for two fights pretty oh, much
2: but do, uh, don't you have like a time limit to get to it
1: yeah i think you have to get to it in less than 10 hours so yeah. basically you have to beat the whole game in less than 10 hours and since you're on such a tight time limit you can't really do any side stuff to make yourself stronger either Like there's a whole strategy where you're supposed to level up as little as possible and use some abilities that make you do more damage if you have, if you're weaker or something like that. But it's just such a hassle. I've never done it. But the cool thing about the remastered version is that you could speed the game up to like four times speed, but the game clock still goes at normal time. (laughs) So when I, when I played it on Xbox, I just turned on like infinite HP, infinite limit break four times speed and i got the i got the sword at the end there was like an achievement for it too so that's like sure like i didn't i didn't earn it at all and it was a big fucking cheat but i'm proud of it all the (laughs) same because i would (laughs) have never got it other otherwise
2: yeah who cares at that point
1: yeah and like Uh, i said it's pretty useless because you could only use it in the last dungeon And if i remember correctly by the time you get to the sword you can't go back anyway so you're like locked into that last little bit of game by the time you get it
2: okay um Mm. sorry i'm Oh my God! It's, uh, I I shouldn't be exploring, uh. Game Pass. Oh, there's a, there's a free update anniversary DLC for Snowrunner. Get
1: hello <laughs> free. Like, Have you been claiming your free Halo uh,
2: skins and all that stuff? No. How do you what what? How do you do that?
1: Um, there should be a perks section on the Game Pass menu.
2: Perks. Mm-hmm. Game Pass. All right. Oh, perks. Look at this. There's a button and everything. These perks yeah. are ready to grab uh, as part of the Game Pass Ultimate membership. Check back often. We're adding. So I, I I don't have Ultimate.
1: <clears throat> oh, I didn't realize it has to be Ultimate. Okay, yeah. yeah, but yeah, they give they have like Halo skins. They have skins for Avengers for the like five people who still play that. Um,
2: uh, yeah, look at this two month trial of Hulu multiplayer for Doom Eternal PC console. Raise Hell three cosmetic packs. New Genesis Fantasy Star Online two. Um, is that any good now?
1: Um, the people who play it swear by it. Like I played it for a real little bit and then decided I don't have time to get invested in this. So I never picked it back up. I,
2: uh, I, I, I remember, I, I, cause I used to play the shit out of that game on GameCube. Um, um, and, uh, when I, when it came out, when it launched on the windows store, uh, a year ago, yeah, PSO one and two. It came out on the Windows store. It was it fucking sucked. Uh, I was like, man, I used to play this game. This <clears throat> this sucks. So I might have to, um, uh, I might have to go try it again. Did I ever tell you
1: the? I guess we should hold off on news until Derek's back. So in the meantime, did did I ever tell you the sword um, sword art? What the fuck?
2: Um,
1: <laughs> Fantasy Star Online story where. I asked I asked Megan to get me a used copy that was like miles away.
2: No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. it, it oh. Does she need to come on and air some grievances?
1: Um, I think she's I think she's engrossed in control ironically since we were just talking. So she about turned it. the
2: PlayStation on.
1: No, she it's been on before we started recording.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was on it's on the Xbox, so. Okay. But yeah. Um but yeah, like I saw there was like a used copy and this is when the game started kind of getting rare. It was the PSO one and two for GameCube, I think, mm-hmm. or or three. I don't remember. It might have been three. Um, three,
2: three was like
1: that card game.
2: Uh, yes. And then there was Fantasy Star Universe, which was.
1: Oh, that game sucked. Did you ever Did play it? that?
2: No, 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 no. Was it was not bad.
1: It had the most ridiculous, cheesy opening. Like maybe when the show's over, you can pull it up on YouTube. But okay, it was. It was basically a single-player game that was trying to integrate a lot of the online mechanics, and it just didn't work.
2: Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. But
1: but yeah, but um, Megan is nice enough to try to go get me this copy because I was stuck at work, and I was afraid it was going to sell out. And this was around the time a lot of the GameCube games started getting bought up because it was in the transition to like the 360 era and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Stuff was starting to become rarer. So I was like really worried about it getting sold out. So Megan hops on the bus and goes like miles away on her day off to go get this game for me. And on the way back, like once she got it on the way back on the bus, some um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it happened, but basically like everyone's just kind of starts looking at her and she doesn't really know why. And then she turns around like the guy behind her had like silently threw up and like got on her. Oh my God. And, and they had to like stop the whole bus and like, Essentially, like quarantine it, and all these people are trying to help her. And
2: did like, did he help. get it on the game? Thankfully, no. Okay, all right. So the important part was it taken care of. Y-
1: yeah, of course. So, <laughs> so you know, the precious cargo is secured. Minimal casualty. Oh, hey, that's and... a
2: de- that's a death stranding reference. I got that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love death stranding.
2: Oh, welcome, welcome back, puke boy. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking um... of, on the <laughs> subject. Speaking of vomit.
1: Yeah. So. And then, of course, after all that trouble, to show my gratitude, I never played that game.
2: <laughs> it's,
1: it, I think it's like in a in a box in our closet by now.
2: Oh my god, Derek, what happened?
0: <laughs> um, still dealing with it. Keep talking.
2: Oh, okay, well, we're 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 circling the drain here. Yeah, it's just on the theme of he honor, just
0: left. Just <laughs> he just <up>. left. <laughs> he just straight up
2: left um uh uh, yeah let let, you want to run down the nintendo direct
1: oh yeah let's go for it because i feel like i have a lot to say on it how about you start because um i have to
2: piss so bad
1: (laughs) oh go go for it i'll take over i'll take over
2: okay all right well wait hold on hold on i'm gonna go through the list and then i'll go and then i'll go piss and then i'll come back all right um i've been i've i was on a podcast uh a local podcast where um the host straight up will will have a piss break and he'll go and he'll, he'll start it off by like, all right, Shane, tell us the story about the first time you ever came in a woman. And then he gets up and walks away and goes take a piss. And that's like his shtick. So <laughs> I guess, I guess I could do that here, but that's not, so we got a uh, fire emblem. Uh, Three houses is getting a moosh. What's a Mushu spin spinoff. Is that like a, oh. is that like a fucking, what's it called? The, who are the, what's the, what's the, what's the what's the um the playstation game with the Chinese big battles um oh. <laughs> the dynasty warriors yes <laughs> is that a mu- mushu muso uh mushu? yes I believe I believe the weebs call it muso okay I just call it Dynasty warriors mm. um <laughs> Chinese well, I think ch- I think
1: the name I think the name comes from because in Japan those games are called like muso something I don't remember uh, the full okay. title
2: okay I like Chinese big battle
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, stick that one in their back pocket when they yeah. run, when they lose the license.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming to the Switch. That's fucking dope. Uh, Mario Strikers Return with Battle League. Uh, Chrono Cross Remaster coming to Switch. I never played any of the Chrono, 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 Chrono games, which I feel like I, I'm severely lacking on. Uh, Wii Sports is getting a c- sequel on the Switch. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, The Chat the The YouTube chat hated this announcement, hated it, and I don't know why. Like it's a it's a beloved game, absolutely beloved game. Uh, mm. I, lo- I lost my mind when Mother and Earthbound are uh, coming to the Switch, and yet they're both called one. One's called Mother, and then the other one's called or no Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings. That's that's a like a weird subtitle. Dude,
1: that announcement is fucking hilarious because I think everyone is expecting three to pop up.
2: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like,
1: you know, you've been asking for three for twenty years, and we've here at
2: Nintendo, we've heard you. So here's Earthbound one. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Mario Kart is getting uh, a series of uh, uh, um, DLC, uh, which also the chat um, hated absolutely hated
1: um why do you think that is because everyone is expecting a full sequel
2: yeah because they because there was a lot of like um uh there was a lot of hype coming around like mario kart 9 is in the works and nintendo's got some big stuff planned for mario kart 9 and uh at least something but this dlc and also i hate commenters I, unless you're commenting on our show and rating us, uh, make sure you rate us on Spotify and <laughs> iTunes and Google. Um, you our our commenters are the best, but YouTube live chats, especially for Nintendo, someone was like 20, 25 bucks for one map, one course. That's stupid. I'm like, what did the you? Fuck? When did, did they you... ever even slightly imply that? Exactly. It's like they've said six like like eight courses and six waves so you're getting all these like and he's like 25 bucks for one map like <laughs> stupid like so people are people are dumb
1: but the cool thing about it is that if you have the expansion the Nintendo online expansion pass oh yeah it comes included with it so for all the people that were complaining that it's too expensive if you play the animal crossing DLC and you play the mario kart DLC that pays for it already
2: Oh, is the Animal Crossing DLC free?
1: If with the same same arrangement, if you have the expansion pass, the Animal Crossing DLC is included. And otherwise, it's twenty five bucks.
2: And, and like fifty, what fifty bucks for a single license, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And then eighty bucks for the family, and you could split that up to eight ways. So
2: that seems way too tedious. I'll just spend the fifty dollars on something that I'll never use. Typical, typical. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's that. That's cool that you get those uh, other DLCs. Um, mm-hmm. Portal and oh, got popping my piece. Portal and Portal 2 coming to the Switch. Triangle Strategy got a new trailer. Um Live Alive or Live of Live? I've never heard of this, and yet Carlos was losing his shit on Twitter. But,
1: dude, yeah, it's like just for the history behind it, it was this early early ish RPG that was released on Super Nintendo, but it never got released outside of Japan because it sold what it didn't sell well. Mm-hmm. But it has like a cult following because a lot of really prominent RPG developers worked on it that some of which essentially got their start on it before they got big. So it's like one of the composers is one of the people who's since worked on like final fantasy six and uh, Xeno all the way up to like Xenoblade. And then the, if I remember correctly, the director went on to make Chrono trigger. Okay. And like a lot of the mechanics in that game are like more primitive, uh, versions of mechanics that would go on to be part of like some of the biggest RPGs ever made. So it's okay pedigree. so so
2: it has pedigree. Well I yeah. guess like uh not what's 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 a pedigree is something that comes later. What's pre pre pedigree?
1: Uh I don't know. I've never got that far.
2: <laughs>
1: pre- I, I, I just know I just know that you I just know it's the dog food <laughs> and and it's and it's triple H's finisher.
2: Okay, all right, and I don't know. I don't know really it comes before that. Uh, does does pre come for? I don't. I don't never mind. We gonna, we're gonna let that slide. Uh, so it's got it's got like the it's got standing in the community, basically. Mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's kind of cool.
1: Speaking of though, this direct just felt like it was reviving so many dead franchises. It's oh yeah, like- Klonoa? clonoa one and two
2: yeah that 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 was uh um Um, uh, sorry i just saw the kirby in the forgotten land is going to have something called mouthful mode that explains all the really weird memes that i was seeing
1: (laughs) is it just me or does that kirby game look like last of us 2
2: yes yes it's got a very uh last of us 2 vibe and then what's this um front mission is this part of the uh not septera core oh it's its own series Mm -hmm. huh
1: yeah that's a that's another dead franchise that they brought back up because uh uh that's like this square enix uh real-time strategy series where the characters are all in mechs that's kind of the hook of it got it and i think there's like i think there's like six of them i think the last one that came out was like on the 360 or ps3 like years ago and now all of a sudden they're remastering one and two for, I think most of the games that got announced on this direct actually are coming out on multi-platform. So,
2: okay. Okay. Yeah. So I
1: wouldn't be surprised if front mission was on series. I know that uh, the Chrono cross remaster was being released on a bunch of other platforms too. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things that was really interesting to me, like both third and first party franchises that have been dead for a while like you mentioned Mario Strikers and I was super excited for that because as far as I'm concerned Mario Strikers is the best Mario sports spinoff there is but there hasn't been a new one since the Wii version so seeing that coming back and I think they did I hear right that they said there's going to be eight player local on that
2: uh I missed that part of the direct so I'm not sure
1: because that's crazy because like even when you go into the controller menu on the switch it only has a room for four slots so I don't know how that's going to work but I remember them saying that you could Wait, play can, eight can, players. Can't
2: can you do eight players with like a game like one, two switch that I don't remember.
1: Uh. Um, I know smash brothers had eight players on the Wii U. Um, I'm not sure if they had it on the switch version. Cause I never used it anymore, but, mm. but yeah, I thought that was cool that you can essentially play a full four on four game locally on the, on the Mario, uh, Mario strikers game that's coming. So that was awesome.
2: Well, I just want to bring you up like an elevator, not down like also an elevator. Yo, it's Word Burglar. I'll tell you later. I'm the host of the Geekscape podcast. Do you still like this movie where a guest and I find out if we still like a movie that we used to like? I'm also a rapper of rhymes and I got a brand new vinyl crowdfunder on Bandcamp right now for the MacGuffin device LP. 14 tracks of
1: old-school hip-hop infused with geeky, nerdy things like vinyl collecting, comic
2: books, video games, action figures, cartoons, Dungeons & Dragons, all kinds of dope stuff wrapped up over old-school hip-hop beats and turntablism. You can help support at wordburglar.com, and hopefully I can get in your ears soon.
0: Geekscape forever!
2: All right, um, I was really stoked with Advance Wars 1 and 2 remakes, that was announced somewhat recently, or in the most previous direct, correct?
1: Yeah, it was originally supposed to come out in December, and they delayed it, I think, but it's been a while since they've done a direct, so I think, I want to say it was like in September.
2: Okay, I remember that, but but seeing the trailer and like that all the generals are, are voiced, super, super stoked for that game. Um... And uh, I didn't realize Splatoon 3 was coming out this summer. Like, pretty pretty new. I need to go pre-order that.
1: Yeah, because they said... I remember they said it was coming out this year, but they didn't specify a date until this direct. So I thought it was pretty cool. Some of the new features they showed for Salmon Run. Um, what were those? I, don't
2: if... I missed that part.
1: Oh, yeah, it was just, like, new enemy types and that kind of thing. Did you play Salmon Run on Part 2 at all?
2: Um, yes, I so did.
1: Yeah, so... It was a lot. It seemed like it was more of the same, but with a lot of new enemy types and that kind of thing. And it's like I don't even know if I want to start that mode up again because I got addicted to it for a while. But then I got super bored of it eventually. But I felt obligated to keep going because I didn't want to miss out on the rewards. And what
2: are the new new features?
1: There was some enemies that would like uh, they would swim through the ink and try to like eat you from underneath and but they could only swim in like opposing ink. So the other enemies would try to cover up your ink and give them more space to run. Oh! And then on the contrary, if you covered the space with your ink, you would get stuck and it would be easier to kill. Um, there was another one that was like in the, it was almost like a UFO and it was floating around in the air. I know the previous game had a UFO too, but this one behaved different. Um, can't remember the exact features though. Like, I need to go back and watch the whole direct again because I was watching it at work with the volume down and trying not mm-hmm. to get caught. So a lot of the details I missed out on, but I think they showed, I want to say they showed like two or three new enemy types in the mode. And it was essentially just confirming that Salmon Run was coming back. Oh, oh I- another thing I noticed that I just remembered, it was um, how the main goal of it was to deliver the salmon eggs. but. It, looks like now you're going to have the ability to pass it to a teammate. So say if you're about to get killed while you're carrying the eggs, instead of losing them, you can toss them to a teammate before you get killed. So that way they're still in play. So I thought that was pretty cool too.
2: Was there, uh, was there any, any other news that, uh, uh, Oh, Sony bought Bungie, Sony bought Hmm. Bungie, which was uh, like after the Microsoft uh, acquisition of uh, Activision Blizzard, and then Sony comes out and buys Bungie and uh, it took me a second. I was like, wait, what does Bungie make besides destiny? That's it. But, yeah. Um, one thing that I do like when Sony acquires a studio, they just let them do their thing. Like they mm. don't, they're just like, all right, you're, you're under us, but go for it. Um, which is, which is something that I, I think is uh, really cool. And then, uh, I'm just looking at the list here. Skate Four is coming to. Wow, whoa. whoa! Skate Four is coming soon. It's launching soon. That's why did I? How did I miss this? Yeah, that's the first I'm hearing of it. What the? Yeah, fuck? <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Skate Four. Uh, it's coming out soon. All right, that's it. Um, well, Derek isn't back. Uh, from uh, uh, cleaning up puke. Uh, is there anything else you want to say, or should we just uh, end it here?
1: Uh, did you hear how um, Microsoft came out? I think yesterday and said that they're planning on continuing to release Activision Blizzard games on PlayStation beyond their current um, their current contractual obligations.
2: Oh, because I remember when it was happening, they said that they were going to maintain their contract, but uh, but past That's I mean it, that makes sense because these games are just just a fuck ton of of income like the amount of money that people spend on Warzone alone for battle passes and uh cosmetics it would be dumb for them to limit the uh install base for that right they said
0: they want to bring some of the activision blizzard games to nintendo consoles too Mm oh
2: well welcome okay all right we need a puke update what happened
0: oh uh well it's a bit of a nightmare (laughs) <laughs> i don't know i don't want to tell us on the show i don't want to tell us on the show okay. i'll tell you guys um, after
2: okay. okay okay well we okay. were uh we well, were just about to end the show
0: yeah yeah <laughs> well you know what just... i thought i was i thought the show was going so well to, i was like i'm on fire tonight and then all of that happened and <laughs> it <laughs> all <laughs> fell apart
1: well we spent a lot of time talking about the direct was there anything that stood out to you
0: i mean i'm stoked for the mario kart courses which i'm sure that you guys talked about yeah um really yeah, interesting... but i'm never playing with you though <laughs> yeah <laughs> um really interesting that they decided to like j- i mean when's the last time mario kart got an update also it's like a uh deluxe version of a wii u game <laughs> like they were really milking this one um it's so really interesting to me that they chose to you know remaster 48 more courses instead of like releasing a new game um yeah that was that was the big thing for me was i was stoked it, it wouldn't have seen it coming for sure especially not for a game that old but uh stoked mm-hmm. to see the um, the, the Mario Kart uh, stuff the Mario Kart yeah, I'm, tracks announced.
1: I'm really excited that they're adding Mario Kart Tour stuff to it because I feel like Mario Kart Tour has some really really great courses that have never been on console before obviously mm-hmm. and they release so many new courses like every two weeks that there's just such a wealth of um, material that they could pull from it
0: uh, it'll be interesting to see sorry <laughs> Uh, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see, too, because they're like, there's they. I mean, they showed an image of like the logos or whatever from all the games. Like, how do you, you know, like, how do you uh, transition like a cart a, a course from like Double Dash or something like something that was built around these like other mechanics that, that Mario Kart 8 doesn't have? Um, it'll be interesting to see how that translates to this other game. Yeah, for
2: sure. Yeah. But uh, what do you see we ended there, boys? I say we should end it. Mm-hmm. What do you say?
0: Yeah, I got to get my beauty sleep. The Uncharted movie's coming up.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, so that was level 200, everybody. Thank you for sticking around with us all these years. We made it to level 200. I didn't think we would, but we did. Um, as always, you can find us on geekscape.net, on Twitter, at Geekscape Games. Uh, you can't find me anywhere else, but Derek, we're going to find more of you.
0: Yeah, I am at D. on Twitter, and I am Captain K seventeen across gaming platforms. Mm-hmm. And Josh, and I'm at E. Joshua on all
1: social media platforms and video game platforms.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. Give us a rate. Uh, ratings on Spotify are helpful on whatever. We appreciate it. Uh, give us a review. Uh, tell a friend. What I like to do is is take a parent's phone and subscribe us. <laughs> To us, and uh, just help us out. We appreciate it. We've been, we've, uh, we love uh, producing content for all of the the out there. But we'll see, we'll see you guys back here in a fortnight. Bye, everybody. Bye. You're listening
1: to the
0: Geekscape Network.